B-Pod Studios. Mock Made, an improvised comedy podcast of how things are made. I am here with the inventors of the writing pen. This is so exciting for me. Pens, I think they touch everybody, and you two made it all happen. Uh, yes, my name is Mr. Ballpoint. And my name is Mr. Bick. Mm. As you can see, it's where we came up with the Bick I, Ballpoint. I see. Pen. So what came first, Mr. Bick or Mr. Ballpoint? Uh, there's a bit of a history of how it all started. and Will you tell me, please? I, I mean, if really, if we want to know how it began, we got to go to the very beginning. Our great-great-great-grandfather was alive when the Declaration of Independence was signed. Oh, so was that the start of the pen being the feather pen then? That is correct. Dip the ink and sign your name. Yeah, you know, they realized that they had to pluck a lot of feathers. Some people decided peacock, some people wanted turkey, some people wanted chicken. There was different brands of pens back then that you could pluck the feathers. I would think that a peacock pen would be very large. It depends on how flamboyant you wanted to be for the day. Oh. Uh, and with this particular uh, document signing, nobody could agree on which animal to pluck. In fact, a story goes where a lot of people don't know this, but Ben Franklin went out and plucked a feather out of an ostrich, and the ostrich then punched him several times, injuring Ben and smashing his famous glasses. Who knew that ostriches had hands to punch with? That's very true. Little known fact. You won't find this in the history book. Shortly after that, he then flew a kite to, you know, calm down, Mm -hmm. and then he got struck by lightning, hence... Electricity, Ben Franklin, Ah, full circle. I see. So our great, great, great grandparents were walking past Ben as he was getting just mauled by this ostrich after trying to pluck the feather to sign the Declaration of Independence. Great, great grandpa bald point. Great, great grandpa Bick then said, there's just got to be a better way. So how did the feather pen then grow into the fountain pen? Well, the main thing that we had to figure out is how to get the ink inside of feathers. That was the first priority. Sounds difficult. Oh, we we went through some feathers. And we also had quite a good meal every time we plucked the feathers off the bird. Mm. Right. Kind of one for you, one for me, one for you, one for me type thing. Our families were hunters. Okay. Yeah, that's how we survived. We realized that, uh, have you ever had a feather in your hand? I have. Yeah, it's really hard to put ink inside feathers. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had to come up with a different vessel to carry the ink. So the original experiment failed. You could not get the ink inside the feather? That's correct. That and don't forget about the giant feather protest. Oh, All bad. the birds got together. They I sat outside heard. of our, mm-hmm. our pen factory right. and they simply protested. I mean, I remember science has said, you know, fair feather fan, mm-hmm. tether our feathers, uh, feather or not, here we come. You know what I hated about that protest? And no one reported it in the news. They used our pens to write on the protest signs. Well, so they used their own feathers. Right. So ironic. So ironic. Yeah. They so had my- to use the pens to protest about the pens. Our great, great grandparents, as you can imagine at this point, were very upset and they calmed the birds down. They went back into the factory and they said, we got to figure out a better way, a better way to use writing utensils. And uh, right around the same time, plastic was becoming very popular. Plastic mm-hmm. eyeballs, plastic mm-hmm. teeth, okay. 
plastic feet if there was an injury. Now, the thing is, you couldn't be around fire, though. Because you know, it would melt. It would melt. So, Mr. Ballpoint and uh-huh. Mr. Beck, now where do you two come into play here? Because your grandparents are the ones who kind of put the pen in motion. And I'm sure that put a tremendous amount of stress on, on the two of you mm-hmm. growing up as well to just be the best pen makers that you could be. We've innovated the product. You know, my great, 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 great grandfather, when they were trying to come up with a different vessel, he was slurping on a milkshake, a white straw. Mm-hmm. And he said... Huh, I like the way this feels in my hand. And he The milkshake, said, not the straw. Right. Oh. But while he's sucking the milkshake in, he was like, I could suck the ink in and then maybe use this as the writing utensil. And, you know, you do straws, you do harder plastics. I think there was a metal version that they tried to play with, Lead. with steel, um, mm. right, uh, wood. They use some wood. Right. We used the uh, wood. Uh, um, we also used asbestos. A lot of health issues there. Right. Sure. But I'm the one who created the, when you. Oh, the push pen. The, when the butt, yeah. The, the, when you click it, uh-huh. I created that mechanism. Now, uh, what is the relation between pens and, say, pencils? Uh, well, those are devil copycats. and I'm, No so, relation. Uh, I'm so upset that you would even bring that up in this interview. I apologize. I mean, there's a relation. If you have a pencil, throw it in a fire. You right, because that's where wood needs to be, mm-hmm. in a fire. Right. You know, they were t- contaminating children with number one lead pencils. Mm-hmm. Yes, the whole lead poisoning. So here, and meanwhile, here we, were. we were inventing pens where you could click five different colors on one pen mm-hmm. uh-huh. with the multi-bic. Uh, what would you say to people who believe in ink poisoning? I would say that they're probably most likely part of the pencil family, and mm. they're probably just out to get us. It's a conspiracy. You can drink ink. Really? Oh, I did yeah. not know that. Sometimes for lunch, I go out into the pen factory, dip my cup in. Interesting. Yeah. Drink some. It makes for a, quite a evacuation process as well. Sure. Um, uh, just one more question then. Mm-hmm. What is the correlation with highlighters? Because that is in some sorts of pen. That um, We're that, in a lawsuit. That was another stolen idea. Mm. And I'll never forget the day. It was back in 1974. I think at this point it was my great or even my grandfather. I can't remember who it was. So many great, great grandparents in our lives. This was also around the same time we were experimenting with the different color pens. Mm-hmm. Well, we and were pl- drugs. Right. And we were playing with the uh, ink colors. Well, that night, as I told you, you can dip your cup in and drink the ink. They were all drinking some ink, having a good time. Playing flip a, cup, I believe. Playing flip cup. I think at uh, some time they played ink uh, bong. In the 70s. Uh, ink pong. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. It's like beer pong with ink. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's very popular. Well, one of the guys took a cup. And that was our mystery solution of what we were going to roll out something similar like a highlighter. It wasn't called highlighter back then, though. The two of you going to call it bright green, bright yellow writing. Right. Mm. Um, Didn't have a ring, a nice ring to it. But the guy stole the cup and he developed the highlighter from our factory. Was still in development. Yes. We're in a lawsuit. We really can't tell you anymore. Although the ironic thing is, is our attorney's name is Michael Lowlighter. So you see the correlation. Mm hmm. Uh, is there anything else that the two of you would like to share with us today? Oh, I think the future's bright for the pen industry. You know, you could say that the keyboards are going to take over. You could say that the iPhones, your smartphones can take over. But, you know, smartphones have what? Some smartphones have stylus a stylus. A pen, oh, right. I believe it's called a stylus. Stolen no. from the pen idea. Mm-hmm. And you use that to tap on your screen and whatnot. 
police officer pulls you over, he doesn't take out his iPhone or take out a little computer and write you a ticket. What does he do? I believe the last time I got pulled over, I got a a printed copy yeah. of my they, ticket. They use a pen, right? No. Yeah. No. Well, Mr. Bick, Mr. Ballpoint, thank you so much for uh, joining I'm, us today. I'm Mr. Bick. Yes. Yes, Mr. Bick. Right. Mr. Ballpoint. Oh. Thank you so much for joining us today. I'm Beth Hudak. Thank you for joining us. 